Everybody. My name is Coach Jody. I am a CrossFit affiliate owner in Tampa Bay with a background in entrepreneurialism, business, marketing, and all things CrossFit and fitness training. And I'm Jenna. I am an ER nurse with a bachelor's in both exercise science and nursing and soon to be CrossFit coach. Yes. We're very excited. Welcome to the show. This is Pretty, Pretty Gritty. Gritty. Woo! Hi, well, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Did we post anything last Monday? No, no we did not. I think that's the first so time we've missed one. The, holi the holidays have gotten, <laughs> caught, they caught up to us. Yeah. Wild, wild. I'm not even going to dump it all on the holidays. It's been a lot of life. <laughs> Which is why we're talking about life and fitness and outcomes. Yes. So I, we think that this is a really good topic because we're now in the holiday season. Thanksgiving mm -hmm. was just last week. It was. And the, with the holidays comes a lot of, like, sometimes heaviness, a lot of seeing, life changes. Yeah. Seeing and experiencing things that you don't normally do during your day in and day out for the rest of the year. During the rest of the year. So. Mm -hmm. Trigger warning, it's probably a pretty heavy yeah, episode. Yeah, this is going to be a, a very heavy, heavy episode. We're going to talk about, um, going to, you know, going to handle the topic of death a little bit. Big trigger warning, um, death of pets, uh, traumatic injuries, um, you know, depression around the holidays. Holiday blues. Some of this is going to be taken from a spiritual perspective through the lens of I, I guess Christian like the, the lens of Christianity for some of these takes I still think even if you're you know if you don't identify as a Christian I still think you'll get a lot out of that piece because you could really apply it in any sect but it's going to be some of that uh, I don't really know what else but that's probably a pretty you know just just know when you're approaching this to be in a headspace where you're prepared to feel some feel the feel feel some feels it's, it's going to be a little bit heavier but it's what our life is and that's kind of the point of a podcast right like a podcast is almost like and I think regardless of the topic I feel like most podcasts are almost kind of like a working journal because yeah. I even follow a few like true crime podcasts and stuff and I still feel like I can get a beat on where the hosts are when they're talking in their podcasts and what's going on with their life. Right. Even if they're talking on a, you know, even if they're, you know, rendering a story or whatever the case may be, there's still a little bit of a working journal aspect yeah. to it. And I listen to Ear Biscuits by Rhett and Link. They're the ones that do the uh, Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. And I feel like theirs is very much a working, you know, it's kind of like the point of Ear Biscuits is they talk a lot about what's currently going on in their life. That's, I would say that's probably 75% of their episodes is life updates talking about different topics, or not even topics, but different stories that either have happened in the past or are currently happening. Correct. So I don't know, all that to say, you know, it's going to be a little bit on what's going on with us in life and 
it's not always not always happy but where we're going to tie it into fitness is how having a lifestyle that gives you a healthy body can carry you through some of these harder times healthier body and healthy mind too i feel like fitness mm -hmm. too and crossfit specifically creates a healthy mind mm -hmm. i agree all right all that being said what would we like to start off with which topic well i think a good starting place would just be kind of talking about at least what's been going on in my life recently that kind of inspired this. Yeah, there's this. a whole lot going on in your life. Yes. And um, we are just making it day by day here. And That's this all is, we can do. <laughs> this is the first time that I'm really sharing it in any kind of a public light. Because when stuff is really fresh, Tyler and I don't usually bring it to the community until we're ready to deal with it just because... That's just not what members are here for, right? They're not right. really here to hear, deal with, know about, carry what Tyler and I are going through on the back end of mm -hmm. stuff. When, when people are here, it is about them. They are the priority. But I do think that there's something to be said for when the time is appropriate, letting people in. It, kind of the testimony Thing, but a testimony isn't really testimony until it's kind of done. And like letting people in too takes a decent amount of vulnerability that you have to be ready for. So yes, vulnerability and capacity leads. to get into it. Yeah. And a lot of times too, it's not even so much that I don't want to share, but time and place. And if I know that sharing and getting right. into it is going to put me in a compromised spot mentally to be able to get through the task at hand, mm -hmm then I can't do that, especially mm -hmm. with certain topics where I know it's going to be really hard to reel myself back in. Yeah. And I'm on a very limited time <laughs> budget to be able to do that. Yeah. So all, all of those things are factors. And I think anybody appreciates and understands the idea of just not having the mental space to get into stuff sometimes. Sometimes you just don't want to. So we, oh boy. All right, let me start all the way from the beginning. So we're approaching four weeks. This is the fourth Saturday since everything kind of happened. I didn't realize that it had been four weeks. Yes, which is also probably why the injury feels better. But yeah. let's give them context. So. Four weeks ago, Tyler and I were doing a partner workout, and of course we were doing it during our gym's open gym, which we normally do just because he, I don't want him to have to do it alone, especially if it's a partner workout. And if there's even numbers of people in the 930 class, I don't really see the point in <laughs> making mm -hmm. odd numbers when yeah. I can just do it just as easily with him in the afternoon. So it was... An 18-minute AMRAP of, I don't remember the rep scheme, but it doesn't really matter. It was pull-ups, wall balls, pull-ups, wall balls. I think mm -hmm. that was it. Yeah. And we were in the very last, literally 27 seconds. I was on my last rep of my last set of pull-ups, and I was doing a butterfly-style pull-up. 
and I was using essentially like the bar false grip. I didn't have my thumb wrapped around. I was parallel to the floor. So like in the position to where my chest would have been touching the bar, mm -hmm. but I was really parallel because I just had so much power going into that and my grip just slipped off because essentially it probably was that like my palm was almost face up on the bar and it just let go. Yeah. Um, I landed on my shoulder on the right side, yeah, right side and hit my head pretty, pretty brutally right on the floor. Yeah. Luckily, my shoulder took the impact, so that's really good. Yes. I that definitely, yes. Something miracle. other than your head is important. Yes. <laughs> I definitely got a moderate neck sprain, and we're still unsure if I, exactly why. Well, I definitely had a good goose, bit, a goose egg on the back of my head, for sure. Oh, you sure. definitely had a mild concussion. <laughs> yeah, you had, had a mild ringing concussion. in your ears. I did, definitely. You, it rang my like, bells pretty good. <laughs> You, you were a little confused there for a minute. It was hard like, to get you back to baseline. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, so that happened. And I knew it was going to take a few weeks to recover, but I knew that it, it, it would be okay. So that happened. And so because I was just in so much pain in my neck, I took that week off of working out completely. And Tuesday, I was like, well... We've been meaning to take Coda in anyway. He's lost some weight. Um, I think, you know, maybe he might have like worms or something that's like not too big of a deal, but we'll get him some meds and get him back to his baseline weight. Cause we, we keep our shepherds lean anyway, cause it's good for their joints and they're usually pretty susceptible to things like hip, hip dysplasia, problems, elbow yeah. issues, all of that kind of stuff. So we don't keep them underweight, but we definitely keep them on the leaner side of what their range should be for their benefit. But I was like, he's, he's a little skinnier than, than where we would typically like to keep them. And we've been upping his food and things and nothing's really changing in that way. So, you know, there's gotta be something a little something bit. Something else at play. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I took him. So I was like, let me handle that this week since I'm not going to work out anyway. Mm -hmm. Schedule it for Tuesday morning. I was like, cool. I'll take them Tuesday, and then I don't have to worry about being at the gym till like 3.30. So I'll have all morning and the first half of the afternoon to deal with this. And so scheduled it, took, it, took him in. Vet agreed. She's like, he looks super healthy. She's like, he's definitely skinny, but I think he probably just has some worms. And I was like, the only thing that I do think is weird about that is none of the other dogs have them. But she's like, certain types are really like good at hiding. So she's like, we'll do some blood work. We'll take some x-rays. We'll figure it out. But I really just think it, we're, I'm just thinking we're looking at yeah. treatment and prevention going forward. And I was like, all right, cool. We get the x-rays back and he is terminal. His entire body inside has pretty gnarly tumors. Yeah. Um, he's got a couple that are in his lungs and we're on limited time. So I get this news and it really, I think, set the recovery back a little bit. Um, you know, and he just went through Thanksgiving with us and he's, he's at a even keel right now. So it's just kind of figuring it out and taking it day by day, but that was really hard news to receive. And what a time to receive it 
injury right before the holidays. That and like, what a time to not be able to move a heavy barbell. You know, mm -hmm. this, this outlet that I have that is so near and dear to me and how I'm able to like process and work through stuff when things are hard. You know, that just wasn't, that wasn't an outlet. And it brought me very present to, so there's a phrase that I shouldn't even just say Christians because I feel like people in general say this a lot, even people that aren't like super into their faith, but God will never give you more than you can handle. And one of my... Doesn't give you the cross you can't bear. Yes. One of my favorite things to respond to when I hear that is show me biblically where it says that. Yeah. And you can't because the Bible doesn't say that. Right. And Correct. a really great example of that is if you look at Job and what he went through, you know, God and the devil kind of made a bit of an agreement and he said, you can take anything you want from him except his life. And the devil destroyed his marriage, killed all his children, took his health, killed all of his livestock. He lost everything. And if you think that he was able to emotionally handle that without God, I, I can't imagine the pain that the, even, even if you want to write off that as a parable, like if you, if you want to look at the Bible and say it's, it's just a book of stories, to what, give a guide is, that's one approach. It yes, and, and I'm like, if even if you don't want to acknowledge that that Job existed, the point, <laughs> God will absolutely give you more than you can handle, because if you could handle on your own anything that life threw at you, we wouldn't need Him. And it felt like in that moment in my spiritual journey, it felt like God was saying like. You're not going to hide mm -hmm. in the gym this time. You're not going to hide in community. You're not going to run from this. You are going to feel it, and you are going to rely on me. And I am going to get you through this. Which is, is almost like a, a back to baseline. Oh, for sure. It's maybe what you needed to come back to. I, I absolutely I did. Mean, it's an important part of your life. So to yes. come back around and recenter yourself around something that's a priority for you. Yes, 100%. So slowly but surely, injury has been healing. So you know that the, the healing has has been happening. I'm actually, knock on wood, I feel like I almost might be approaching back to normal. At, at least, like I said, like with the neck, um, and Coda's kind of just been a day at a time. But where this does tie back into fitness, because that first week I couldn't. It's kind of funny, and I've said this to Tyler a couple times, I think I've said it to you, is although the injury happened doing the fitness, I think that it wasn't more severe because I do the fitness. Correct. The fact that my shoulders have such a good bit of muscle on them absorbed the majority the of shock. the impact. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that my neck muscles are probably incredibly strong just from all like the Olympic lifts and the shrugging and just all the general work that we do, the body weight work that we do, you know, and the fact that I don't have a desk job, I do have to be active coaching. I don't stand on my feet all day and I don't sit all day. I literally have the ideal job as far as not creating movement pattern issues necessarily. Mm -hmm. So I don't sit hunched over all day. So I don't have 
neck issues from that. The fact that I have gotten chiropractic care so consistently over my lifetime, I think probably set me up for success. And I think the fact that I was even able to work out as soon as I was after, because like I said, I did take a full, full week off, actually a week and a day. So it happened on a Saturday. I didn't try to work out again until that following Monday. And it was very scaled. But I think the fact that I was able to at all at any capacity that soon was definitely a testament to pre-existing fitness. Um, I remember that week <laughs> you and I were laughing. I think it was the clean day. I think that might oh, have yeah. been Tuesday or Wednesday. We were talking about the fact that even injured, so like in a sense, even on my worst day, I could still hit triple digits on the Olympic yeah. lifts. Yeah, yeah. She, she cleaned <laughs> in the triple digits. I hit 100. Sure. I hit 100, so it wasn't well into the triples, but well, it was still it, there. Goal achieved. Yes. Check. So just being able to, to work through that and come through it. And, you know, at some point, once I was starting to heal, being able to have a little bit of that physical outlet as we continue to navigate this thing with CODA, and I would also venture to say, and this might be a little bit of a whim, the fact that he, excuse me, the fact that he has had such a healthy, active lifestyle over his lifetime. Mm -hmm. He swims, he's run, he, like he runs, lots of walks, I know, good like, diet. Just we, so you guys are aware, even though he has these tumors in his lungs and stuff, my, you know, my, my nursing mind was like mm -hmm. have you noticed any shortness of breath he's had no symptoms yeah, besides no symptoms besides the weight loss like he's plays like his normal mm -hmm. self he looks comfortable so that not breathing heavy yeah there's he's still eating regularly drinking regularly all bodily functions are functioning the vet was shocked when she came in to give me the news she couldn't believe it she actually got teary-eyed and i don't know that i've ever seen a vet react that way because I think uh, I think it just came as such a she did, shock she probably and didn't I want you to feel like she minimized it yes. she was like she probably asked more questions like I asked right? yes has he been short of breath has he been feeling at least different? at least five or six I don't to be honest even now I'm not entirely sure that she believes me when I say that he didn't have yeah. any changes that's how many times she asked me she just couldn't believe it at one point, she said he was the healthiest terminally ill dog she's ever seen, which is a ridiculous yeah. statement, might I add, but That's I digress. That's not a statement you want to hear. Yes. <laughs> and that does not make anything feel better, for right. sure. But I do feel like because he has had such a healthy, active lifestyle, that is why we're able to get the extra time with him that we have. And his quality of life is holding on even in this chapter of his life. Yeah. So in that sense, whether it, the, oh, the other piece I was going to mention, even with grieving, I often will tell people when they are in a high grief response, like that first week to 10 days that they find out that a family member, significant other, whatever, grief that hits you that way, like that deep pit loss, it is okay to take some time off of doing any of the fitness. To, to be honest, now certain people are going to use that to process. Like That's usually how I process. I was forced to not do it that way this time, at least in the beginning. But the to give you guys an idea, so Jenna and I have talked about this. I have the whoop. In my mm, weekly assessment yeah. that came back after that week that I took off, 
I only decreased my strain by a little over 1%. I did not work out not one time that entire week. And the difference in strain was Minimum. less than 2%. Well, we've, which we've tells, talked about this before. Mm -hmm. The heart rate variability and strain and all of this, it's kind of a combination of physical strain and psychological yes. strain. And in the medical community too, there is such thing as broken heart syndrome where people mm -hmm. literally have heart attacks because mm -hmm. they have their, their grief response is so strong. They're, don't I don't discount the psychological portion. Yeah. You're, when your your brain can be sick. Yes. Especially culminated with what I was mentally yeah. dealing with with the injury and the fall. That was a very traumatic thing th that happened. Not just the resulting injury, but the actual event. Right. It was really hard for me to mentally kind of heal from in that on top uh, culminating that with the grief response of finding out about CODA. So it, it's okay when you're grieving to take some time off. Here's the beautiful thing. If you already have the underlining fitness and it's already there, it allows you that, I don't wanna say room for error, but allows you that room to be able to accommodate for life events. But it has to be there. And there is, again, back to not only the physicality portion of it, but the, the mental fortitude Right. There, there are, you're exercising your willpower in those really gritty workouts and you're mm -hmm. exercising your willpower when you see the workout and you know they're not movements you like or enjoy and you still show up to the gym. So on top of just the physicality portion, yes, it protects you from physical injuries. It also protects you from psychological injury too. Yes, because you already have a strong mind. And I I think that's what I want to point out with you the most is that you took what was happening, which was multiple, really, they were big stressors to you, mm -hmm. right? To anyone, to you, to anyone, you specifically, because you own this gym. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like having a pet sick is just, that's a big stressor for anyone. I don't care who you are. And if you're not an animal person, you should become one because we don't deserve animals. I agree. And so a testament to your mental fortitude too is you took that and you said, okay, I'm going to lean into God because this is really heavy. Mm -hmm. This is, I cannot do this on my own. I need to lean back into him because I've lost a little bit of sight. You, you just kind of adapted and coped really well mm -hmm. with that mentally. Oh, I still had to coach that night. Right. Yeah, the, the, the show still runs. The show still goes on. But I definitely feel like a, a history of training mentally, physically, will do nothing but return high dividends. Correct. And I've, I've been through severe grief and loss at, a, at periods of my life where I did not have fitness and I was not in a healthy brain body. And I will tell you, it is way harder. And there's, I think that there's a lot of grief in my past. You know, I lost my dad when I was a teenager. I lost my grandparents in my early 20s and I was very close to them. And I think I ended up with a lot of unprocessed grief 
and I often wonder if I had had a physical outlet like working out or even if I'd been into running or something like that that I could have burned some of that off if that wouldn't have I don't want to say expedite but maybe would have allowed me space to process a little bit work it out get to what I call the cry point because I have had that many times in working out and I think that's a very healthy thing oh yeah because it breaks with yourself you need to allow your emotions to feel so crying is a release yes it's energy is not created nor destroyed it is just transferred from one form to the other so mm-hmm. that so that release of energy needs to occur yes. and if it doesn't occur in crying it's going to occur in probably a much more unstable way like yes. breaking things throwing or things. it takes a lot longer to process or maybe just never does yeah and then you stuff it down and that's a and it's it a whole conversation there. For, for a therapist yes 100 it doesn't go away it needs to be addressed and if if I, I should say that too i'm glad that you said that if you're going through some of these high stressors don't be afraid to reach out to a therapist or maybe even a life coach or a counselor or somebody that you can share some of this stuff with i have the a really... conversation needs to happen yes. with someone someone that you feel has your best interest in mind because mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a while to get in with a therapist someone you trust, maybe even a stranger who says, like legitimately is asking how you're doing because they're noticing an energy because sometimes Mm -hmm. strangers could be Jody and me. Yes. (laughs) We could be those strangers who actually want to People have no no issue trauma dumping on me out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're thrilled to have it, especially in the holiday season. For sure. I posted a reel on my Instagram it wasn't a real. It was a meme, I guess. I don't know. I, did, I don't know the differences anymore. It's, we've gotten too far into the weeds with this. There's too many options. That's what the kids are doing these days. But it said, for the record, when I ask you how you're doing, I want the long story. Yes. I, I don't want the pleasantry. I want the long story. Because you can't, especially when things are really heavy to bear, you can't do it on your own. No. We're one human family. I know society has maybe kind of drifted away from that but we are still one human family so we all have to look out for each other and take care of each other and with as much as you're able to give right Mm -hmm. now if you're in a place like one of us you probably can't give too much there's only a certain bandwidth that the human brain has capacity for Mm -hmm. well and I do want to specify something too so for a while too I was afraid to tell people what was going on because I was kind of afraid of trauma dumping on them but I found out what the difference between sharing a hardship and trauma dumping as long as you mentally prepare the person for what's coming you're just sharing you're not trauma dumping correct the difference with a trauma dump is if you have somebody in like light spirits and you're like yeah it's just kind of been a day and then they go oh what's going on and then you tell them this really heavy stuff and their mindset's like in a high i don't want to say a high but they're you know, at a baseline of just like not expecting this really heaviness. So their defenses are down and then you hit them with this heavy thing. That is, that is trauma dumping. Try to avoid doing that to people because not everybody has the mental capacity in the moment to be able to carry that. But and feel out the moment too. Yes. Is it the right place, right time? Yes. So read, read the room, read the person. (laughs) A lot of times if I need to share something with someone, I'll be like, 
where are you at mentally? What's going on with me is a little heavy. Are you in a place to hear it? Right. Or if somebody is like, hey, how are you? I'm like, how deep of an answer do you want? I kind of feel out and see if they're in a space to carry that. And it's okay if they're not. Well, I, I noticed you felt a little bad when you told me because you're like, you definitely preface it with, I didn't really get good news from the vet today. Yeah. Because I asked when you called. Mm -hmm. And again, I wanted the long story. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I asked. And then you were like, I'll let you just go finish the compete. I would have left here and came <laughs> to wherever you were at. But you were afraid to trauma dump. That mm -hmm. was the fear. And there was like no trauma dumping there. This was heavy for you. And therefore, it's heavy for me. Yes. Well, there's that. And like if you were at work or a place where right. we wouldn't have been able to process and get through that, it would have been appropriate to be like, let's put a bookmark here let me circle back when I'm out of work because you're already right. in a high I don't exactly a high emotional fatigue role anyway because oh, yeah. ev everything burnouts for real every everything <laughs> and everything that happens to you in your day is an emergency mm -hmm. everything and as a and Tyler and I talk about this with the gym like we are not an emergency room if we have a hundred things happen in a week, maybe one of them is an emergency situation. Well, I, I and just, it's it's not like that for you. I just, speaking like side sidebar here with this, I mm. just wrote a discussion post for school and it was, long well, sorry, I won't even tell you the discussion post because that's just a whole different rabbit hole. In the but weeds. I had a problem with someone interrupting me when I was a manager, who was also a manager, when, I w when we were in an idea sharing <laughs> type of environment. And I remember saying to them, hey, is there a pressing emergency that needs to be addressed right now? If not, would you please allow me to complete with sharing my idea? Like, if there's not, if there's not an emergency, I work in an emergency room, right? Yes. If there's not an emergency, you can wait until I finish. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> but would you please allow me to finish my idea? Unless it's adding to you or an emergency that needs to be addressed right then and there. It doesn't need to. Just need you to take a chill pill. Yeah. And, like, we all get excited and we all oh, just 100%. go. Oh, 100%. But it was just, like, a behavior pattern. And finally, I was just like, okay, this is coming from a different place. Besides, I'm just excited. Yes. But I could not, that was the sidebar. But anyways, the like heaviness of the holidays and holiday blues are for real. If mm -hmm. you need anything, reach out, talk to someone, share with someone. Pretty gritty at westshorecrossfit.com. Open the discussion. Please, we are all here. We're all going through it. Mm -hmm. Holidays are hard. I'm not, you can't make any comparison to what you've just endured in this past month but it was I a mean, lot but there's definitely people who are going through a lot heavier right. and i'm definitely abreast to that so you can reach out to us through the email you can reach out to us through the gym's email info at westshorecrossfit.com you can reach out through any of the instagrams pretty gritty podcast with underscores in between each word, jacked by Jody with underscores between jacked and by. You can reach out to the Westshore CrossFit Instagram and it's just Westshore CrossFit one word. You can reach out to Jenna's, J underscore R E G S. You got it right. I did. I did. 
because I got the refresher. <laughs> um, now you'll never forget it. Yes, but I feel like that's a good place to land it. Yeah. We could a do a part two because there's, there's a few more things we could say on the topic, but I feel like that's a good place to land it. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend. Yeah. We well, that'll be over by this guys. point. Yes. So this will be out on Monday the something. I don't have a calendar in front of me. Uh, today's the 25th, uh, Monday the 27th, mm -hmm. and then it'll be December when you guys hear from us again. Yeah. All good things. So try and find the silver linings if we can. That and get into fitness because life is going to hit you and you want to be prepared. Want to be prepared. There's nothing that will enable you to be able to deal the way that a habit of fitness can. If you're in Tampa Bay, Bush Shore CrossFit's obviously the place to be. And if you're not, find find the gym or the community that's going to be right. This That just actually, you saying that, reminded me of a quote. I think, I don't want to misspeak on what the book title was, but the quote is, chance favors the prepared mind. Ooh, that's good. So the prepared mind and the, the prepared body are chance favors. So mm -hmm. make sure you keep yourself at a certain level to handle things that are not planned for. Mm -hmm. You have to do it both physically and mentally. 100%. We can end with that quote. I think we can end with that. Strong message. Yeah. If you guys need anything, reach out. And otherwise, we'll see you in December. We love you guys. We love you. Goodbye. Stay strong.